Dialogue Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Good start for me, as you can tell. I'm your host, Karen Morrison, and I'm joined by two co-hosts this week. I've got my good friend, John McDonald, of course. How are you doing? Very good, sir. And special guest co-host, Brendan Hill. How are you doing? Uh, Very well. It's an honour and a privilege, gentlemen. (laughs) Wonderful. It is always a wonderful time to have you here. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's great. Having the third person to bounce off is really good sometimes. But mix it up, make it uh, nice and fresh. It really Love is. It. So how are we all doing? What have we all been up to? Are we watching anything, playing anything? Because full disclosure, this is going to be a probably a short episode and a special episode. We're literally just talking about Ghost of Tsushima, mostly the mm-hmm. Legends mode, but also a bit of a talk about the base game that came out, Jesus Christ, back in Ju- July? Yep. July, like 2014, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it was like about five years ago. Yeah. July um, so 17th. <laughs> yeah. 20, 2014 <laughs> yes yep yep 100% um, yeah so how are you guys doing how have you been yeah not too bad um I like I would just like to take this moment to announce that as of today I, the thing I did this afternoon I bought a ticket to go to the cinemas tomorrow I'm going to the cinemas tomorrow the, the, this is a big deal and I'm very excited you're so, going uh, out to the flicks I am. I'm having a little bit of a a, a me date tomorrow. I'm going to go either probably, I'll probably go to the movies first and then pick up my copy of Miles Morales and a couple of Christmas presents for... Don't forget, uh, try to make your Miles Morales an afternoon thing. That's why I'm going, so my session is at 11 o'clock. So I'm okay, going that's to perfect. At 11, that's perfect. And then, yeah, uh, once that's done, I'll head uh, over to, to EB and pick up my Miles Morales. But um, yeah, I'm going to go see Tenet tomorrow. So I'm... Uh, Excited to see that and be thoroughly confused by it, by the sounds of things. Uh, but at least it'll look good. It's true. I, <laughs> I saw the reviews to Tenet and I was like, I don't know if I really want to see it, see that. But then I thought about just the novelty of seeing it in a cinema and I was just like, yeah, okay, look, I'd probably do it. Well, that's it. I, I was like, because like they announced that like cinemas were opening, like well, my, the cinemas that I go to, the Hoyts that I go to is opening from yeah Thursday the 12th. So it's the 11th of where we're recording at the moment. Um, they were like, we're reopening this week. I'm like, sweet. What's on offer? And like, I could go see Trolls World Tour, even though I've watched it about four times at home already. Uh, and I'm not saying like that as a joke. I legitimately would probably go see it because I actually really enjoy it. Um, and apart from that, there was nothing else really on except for Tenet. And I'm like, look, fuck it. I probably should see it because, you know, it's Christopher Nolan. It's like a talking piece. And at least then, then I can sort of like make up my own mind and watch what people's thoughts were and, and, and sort of uh, contribute to the conversation, I guess, in some way, shape or form with my dumb idiot mouth. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to just the idea of going to the cinema tomorrow. It's going to be great. I'll drop my son off at daycare, come home and get ready and then and go to the movies. So, yeah, like I, I went I, to brunch again the other morning and it was just, yeah, it's like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Being yeah, up in the morning up. is worth it sometimes. Yeah, we caught up with some friends uh, a couple of weeks ago doing the same thing. I think it was like the first week of like restrictions being lifted and being able to do that. And it was just like, huh, cool. <laughs> this is nice. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, apart from that, not a whole lot. Just sort of hanging out. And uh, I'm going back through the, the Spider-Man DLC at the moment from the first game. I'm just like trying to wrap that up. I I'm hopefully might be able to knock it over tonight, but we'll see. Um but yeah, I kind of wanted to sort of at least try and finish that before Miles comes, so I can like one, so I can get it off my PlayStation, so I can put Miles on it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. 
but uh but also too because i i bought it and i never finished it and i really like that game and it's still really good so uh it still holds up but yeah that's about it for me how about you brendan Jeez, what have I been doing? Um, I know, much yeah. like myself, yeah. you've been marking time at work. Been That's... marking time at work, waiting <laughs> mm-hmm. for death. Death <laughs> doesn't come, so as in the evening, you have to find something else to do with your day. Jeez, um, what did I do? I fell back down a civilization rabbit hole for a while. That was a mistake. I recommend yep. if you've gotten off civilization, just stay off it. Collect your little challenge coin every year that you haven't gone back, <laughs> fallen back onto civilization. Just, it's fine. It's fine. Don't rediscover new synergies and civilizations you haven't really tried before. Um, yeah, just just stick off it. That's it's good. Um, nearly finished Prey again. That's been a, a real like a, a personal sin of mine. I think that I didn't play and finish Prey on day one because it's a spiritual successor to System Shock Two, immersive yep. sin sci-fi um, horror game, and it's taken me all this time to get through it. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, but again, I've got to find these slivers of time to sort of put into it, uh, which is not great for immersion. Uh, mm-hmm. Division, Warlords of New York DLC, surprisingly yeah. good. Numbers mm-hmm. go up. Snake Gun tells you what to do. Um, and we tried the summit. We did try the summit. I really loved it. Was it was very cool. I'm it sorry, Joel. Cool. I'm so sorry. It's, <laughs> it's my own stupid fault for not actually fucking committing to buy it when it was on sale. That's my own stupid fault. Like I, I said I was going to, and then I didn't, and it's... I. I check it every day to see if it's going on sale again. Like, I'm not even kidding. I don't know what I expected, but it was just oddly fun to just start climbing this 100-story building. Yeah. It was just fun. We just trying, it's it literally sounds... what you want from, like, Destiny when you're rolling around being a badass. And you're just like, I wish there was just something where I could basically infinitely shoot guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I as mean, long like, as you've the... got time, we've got guys. We've spoken about that game so many times on this show because, like, we've played it so much, and it's legitimately probably one of those games of the service games that oh. I constantly feel about. It was last year. It was last year? It was. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. Yes. Or, yeah, I think it was. It was. It was. It was. My... I was yeah. just for a second just like, wait, when was it? I don't remember. What <laughs> yeah. is time? I'm pretty sure it was, you know, it was last year because okay. I remember right. it was just after Griffin was born, and I remember playing it with him in sleeping in his bassinet next to me while I was playing with you guys online. Um, so, yeah, I, I, that game is just great. And it's I, gold. I it's gold. constantly think about going back to that game, and every time I do, I have a good time. It's just, it's so much fun. I just, I desperately need to find a game that isn't 60 hours long. Um, and I haven't gotten there yet. And... It's, it's honestly really hard in this day and age, because yep. so many games are just built to be 60 hours long. Yep. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Uh, divide that, you divide that up over two hours of free time a night, assuming you're not already committed to because, one of your other games that are on the run. Because you haven't brought it up yet, but you have you've recently started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Oh, and that was boy. a mistake. Talking but about games so that good, are going to be 60 hours long. Yeah, so I don't know. And I also started Death Stranding as well. You did start I Death did. Stranding. So I'm like oh, God, exclusively Jesus. looking for games that are too long for me to play. And next month and, is Cyberpunk. Yeah. And like, like Death Stranding as well is a game that like, and I love Death Stranding, but right? yeah, no, you don't want to no. rush it. But also, it also makes you aware of how long it is and how how strenuous and how time consuming that game is. It's one yep. of its like bullet points. Uh, yeah. So, oh boy. Um, yeah. But at so least I'm not so, making good life choices. But um, but you're having fun along the way. At least yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm along the way. <laughs> if you want a shorter experience, I mean, like the Pathless comes out tomorrow, so that could be a nice like eight hour game. You could knock over. I will be buying it. Don't worry. Yeah. 
I'm considering it. I'm absolutely considering it. It looks They're like, great. hey, it's forty-seven dollars. I'm like, shh. Oh, I didn't know that. I won't be buying. I it. <laughs> love Journey and I love Abzu, so shut up and have my money. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay, maybe I won't be buying that this week. So, oh, so okay. on that topic, what have you been up to, Karen? <laughs> yeah, um, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. No, I mean I've, I've been playing. I've been doubling a lot of stuff. Uh, I think I spoke to you about this briefly last week, Joel. But literally, just like. Whenever I can, when I'm not playing Ghost of Tsushima, I'm just sinking more time into 13 Sentinels. Uh, I've mm-hmm. been doing a massive binge on Fringe recently, and I've nearly finished that. That show was very good, and I'm very mad that more people weren't telling me to watch it sooner. Um, I know Broad is someone who was telling people to watch it. That's one person, though, and I need more people to yell at me about that. But I'm very much enjoying that. John Noble is a gift, and we should cherish him so. <laughs> That's really about it, though. Cool. Um, so in that case, I might just chuck us straight into the Ghost of Tsushima discussion. No bumpers, no anything, because we're just jumping straight into it. And I just want to, we're going to start by talking about the co-op. How did you guys react when there was that, when that trailer went up, when Sucker Punch were like, hey guys, we're giving you a free cooperative DLC expansion. Like, how did you feel about that, Brendan? I, like, I had to quickly scroll back and double check the free part, because I'm not used to that. Um, I was like, I was like, look, okay, look, I love the game. I will pay for this, uh, and I checked, and it was still free. Mm. Um, I was I was really curious about it. Um, I was really intrigued. My first thought was like, "Oh, they're just, they're going to put plug co op into the main game or something like that," which I you know would have loved that. But it's a completely different experience than what we got, uh, and I have loved it so far. Mm. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Because I think it was actually maybe you who Cotton like let us know. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, but I'm going to credit either, you this. It was either me or it was either you, I believe. I think it was nah, one of nah, I don't know. I think I remember that. <laughs> All right, I'll take credit for it. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I honestly, I was like, wait, what? What? And then like watching that reveal trailer, I'm like, this looks completely different. And it was like, and I think they mentioned stuff about like, raid like i raid in the either in the like the press release or the trailer itself and i was like they're going all in on this shit and then very similar to you brendan like the free what the fuck like holy shit like because this isn't like it's no surprise that like i feel like ghost of Tsushima will pop up on my list at the end of the year for sure i think it might be a little bit lower down just because of the caliber of the other games that have been released this year but like i, I do think I, it's my favorite sony exclusive oh not not Sony exclusive because Seven Remake was a shit. My favorite Sony published exclusive. Yeah, like I, it's it's definitely up there for me. Like it it is just a fun game. It has a like the story is fun. The side quests are amazing. Like it's it's just a, it's a it's a phenomenal game. So for them to just turn around and just be like, hey, do you want more of that? But with your friends, and I was like, ah, uh, fucking a, I do. Yeah, um, I don't think it's. I mean, I th- I'm not sure if we've spoken about this at length in the past, but. All of us have been living with a massive Mass Effect 3 multiplayer-shaped hole mm, yep. in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And what I, one of the things I really like about this DLC is it's just like, what if I just like fit into that, that into that groove? I'm like, this is good. Yeah. Just like, great. Yep. We, get, we get four of us together, we pick our characters, and we just go in and survive like 25 waves of enemies. And yeah. it's just fun. You're roughly equivalent, but you all get to bring something new to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, you get you get levels and perks and like maybe some gear at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, some loot. Yeah, 
Gotta chase that like, loot, gotta chase the numbers. Yeah. And that's just talking about one facet of this, this DLC. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is just a survival mode, which is what we played the most. But, like, there's also a another campaign. There's a story mode as well. Um, probably one of the only marks against it is that it's only two-player. Like, you can only play two-player, whereas the survival modes are four, like, four-player squads. Um, and having done some of the, the story mode stuff, like, we did a few missions last night... Especially when you bump the difficulty up on them. Like, it got pretty tough. But I guess after a while, once we got into our groove, we sort of got a good feeling Look, for it. It's just the stupid jerks who shoot crows out of their hands. <laughs> Murder of crows is the worst modifier. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but yeah, like, it's it's like just, just that... If they just released it with that survival mode, that alone is worth playing and spending the time that we've spent with it. Because that's, what again, what we spent the most time playing. So, um, but the fact that they've put the story mode in there as well. And on top of that, they've also put a fucking raid, like a legit raid that takes about six to seven hours to finish. Like, it's nuts. Like, they're down mad to, like, men. So you've got your, also has the traditional like loot tiers. You climb up your rarities from like blue to well, green, blue. Green, blue, purple, purple orange. orange. Respecting, yeah. mm-hmm. respecting the, yeah. uh, the Anyone who arc. goes against that nah. is my enemy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you change the colours on me now, I am I have no time for you. <laughs> Even um, Hades does it as well with their boons. By like accident. Yeah, Hades yeah. also does it, obey Hades it. Hades like, does it with their yeah. boons, yeah. It's just, it's how it's meant to be. I'm sorry, yeah. it's just is. Yep. If you don't like it, Blaine, like take it up with World of Warcraft. Yeah, they started it. It's yeah. all on there. And it's Diablo. Blizzard. And Diablo, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Blizzard. Um, but yeah, like it's I. The fact that yeah they put this out for free is just absolute insanity. It's crazy. And like yeah, I would absolutely have paid I, for it. Yeah, hundred percent. I would have absolutely paid for it. It works. Like we talk about how we miss Mass Effect 3's multiplayer. There are games that have done similar that we haven't enjoyed, like Mass Effect Andromeda. Is that including is cookie cutter? Actual, yeah. actual Mass Effect. Actual Mass Effect game is cookie yep. cutter, and it didn't. It wasn't the same because it just didn't quite. It, there's something didn't have the magic. Mm. Whereas this game, and even um, Dragon Age Inquisition, oh, had God. co-op yeah. multiplayer as well. Yeah, and actually. we did quite a bit of that because we were so desperate for more of that Mass Effect magic, uh, and it's just not quite there. Not, there. not quite not there. there. Yeah, um, this is the first time we've we've had that 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 um, feeling. I've, I guess I've had. An, absolute blast with the with um the co-op in this game mm-hmm. um, i think so you you were, sorry you were saying before too about like the loot tiers and stuff like that as well the thing i want to point out about that like about progression in general is i like the fact that because it is a free dlc they can make it a little bit smaller and they don't have to put as much in there so it, it it's you're constantly getting progression and you feel like you get like we got raid ready basically within what two and a half weeks yeah, once I was like enough casually playing, we just, we just climbed through the bronzes until we hit that like the key level. Then we yeah. did some silvers till we hit the key level and the golds. And yeah, it really didn't take long, but it was just fun. And two but, and a half weeks at like two hours a night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two hours a night, yeah. three nights a week. It is. It is like it is the 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 games as a service game you want for people who don't like for 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 adults who don't have time to play those games. Like yep. it's. I know yep. that, and that's not a slight against people who do have time to play those games. Like. If I had time to sink like a hundred hours a week into Destiny, I fucking would. Like you know, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but imagine but, if you could get ready for like Vault of Glass in eight or nine hours of gameplay. Absolutely, way more appealing. Like, yeah. Absolutely, that's the thing. It was more appealing to us because when we sort of broke it down, when we were like, wait, we were just mucking around with it. We're like, wait, where, we're, we're on track. Like we we could 
we could raid in this, and and eventually when we got our fourth member and we we got we got uh, Ben in on the on the action, um, we were like, uh, this is achievable. Like we can actually experience a raid for the first time after years and years of talking about doing it with these types of games. So that's exciting like, in itself. Like- yeah, like an absolute duck to water, we got Ben into it. Like, oh, just like, yeah. it's all right, man, don't worry, we'll carry you. And then it's like, stop topping the leaderboards. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And even just like getting him to buy the game as well. We're just like, yeah. oh, it's a like, really good story player. Like, and he literally messaged us tonight saying that he platinumed it. So, like, yeah. he, I think it's safe to say he enjoyed it. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, definitely I, the Mass Effect I, multiplayer was the, the clencher for him. That was it. Yeah, that was the one. Like, it's, um, but yeah, it's just a, it is a. One of the most captivating multiplayer games that I've, yeah. like, multiplayer modes that I've had the, the pleasure of playing. It's really exciting to think about what they could then also add to a Ghost of Tsushima sequel with this mode existing here. Yeah. But actually, we not talk about that, that a bit yeah. later, because yeah. there are some things I would definitely like to see. Um, but yeah, so I guess we should talk about what it contains. We talked briefly, there is a story mode that's got, mm-hmm. I want to say, I haven't done the count, but I want to say... Like 12, maybe? Yeah, 10 to 12 yeah. missions. Yeah. Um, each of those comprises of three, like, small, I would say, five, ten-minute acts, depending on yep. the difficulty. And a lot of the tasks that you do in there, like, it starts off pretty standard, but by the third one, you're doing incredibly unique things, like having to actually attune yourself to certain elements to fight enemies that match up, and then breaking yep. those. There's, like, necromancy guys that just have, like, blood circles. Yeah, You've got to kill the main yes. person to stop everyone else from coming back to life. And, it's and like just, tethers yeah, as well, like having the, yeah. the people who are tethered to each other. So you have, if you kill yeah. one, if you don't kill the other one quick enough, the other one will come back to life, the original one. It's, um, yeah, all this stuff that you look at and you're like, and you know that there's a raid, you're like, this is where this they is coming into play. Mechanics. You're training yeah, me. Classic MMO raid Yeah, mechanics. exactly. They're just getting but us ready. <laughs> you get your attunements it, and platforms appear depending on your attunement to help yeah. you traversal. But yeah. it doesn't feel like a tutorial. Like it, it still feels unique and fun to do on it. If you if you played that without any knowledge of there being a raid coming to it or being yeah. implemented into the game, it still feels like a fun thing that is different enough from the story, like the the main campaign, like single player campaign of, of Ghost of Tsushima. Um, but it's still really really fun. Um, and showcases what the fun parts of that game are as well weirdly it's this weird amalgamation yeah of things. no yeah. you're absolutely right and mm. especially because as you said they just go so out there so where ghost of tsushima's story is obviously very grounded and very realistic you come into this and it's just supernatural as yeah. fuck and i love it mm-hmm. yeah you You've get got, like, tinges these of that spirits and yeah. and that means you yeah. can have magic powers too if you exactly. want yeah. exactly and suddenly yeah. like when I'm teleporting around as the assassin, yeah. it sort of feels a bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody cares if my sword can suck life out of somebody from seven feet away. Exactly. That's a normal thing. <laughs> that happens. Well, <laughs> it, it also, too, like, you get, you do get, tin- like, without going into the story stuff as well, which we can touch on later, but, like, you do get tastes of that within there. So it almost feels to me like, like, part of me feels like, I mean, I'm, I know for a fact because I watched. Um, I think yeah, I watched Nate Fox on Kind of Funny. He did a like a spoiler cast with them, and um, or they they you know they asked him about um, the Legends mode, um, and they they were like, was it always like when did you decide to put this in the game? They're like, well, we from the start we always wanted to have something in there like this, um, but it just took a while to develop and and sort of come to the 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 conclusion and the the final product that we decided to ship, so. The fact that, yeah, you do get these little, like, 
side quest stories that are a little bit supernatural in element, but like they're also still very grounded. But then you go into this and you're like, oh, this goes hand in hand perfectly with yeah, for sure. with that story mode. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it uh, I love it so much. It's, it's so, so much fun. Um. Yeah, anything anything else about the story mode, Brennan? Um, uh, like the the actual story part of it. Like we um, where we paired up um last night, we came away with uh, Ben and I went through uh, probably four or five missions. I think at one point we tried we took the optional curse at the end of it. We're just like we're just oh, like yeah, you did. You know That's what? Right. You know what? Let's give it a shot. We're doing okay. And the curse was uh, formed up like a tether between us. So it was a black and white tether between your two characters. And if you get too far away, you start taking damage. So we basically had to piggyback each other like through this fight, and it was just, like just a new extra modifier. Um, and then at the end, I don't think I think we got some honor or something as a bonus for it. There wasn't anything dramatic as a reward, but it was cool. Hey man, um, love yeah. me some honor. Yeah, and, well, and you know it's, a, it's an increment towards a cosmetic, which turns out big motivator for me. Um, yeah. I love all these cool samurai unlocks. Um, it's, I, it's 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 just been really cool. I I do sometimes. I'm like, ah, this, these scrolls are really hard to find, guys. Some of the yeah. collectibles, but they're hidden in the mission, right? That's the point. And again, because they because they are just for cosmetics. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I would love to find them. Yeah. But if I have to miss it, because it's sort of like how um, because there are also these only treasures you can find in the story mm-hmm. missions. And, yeah. But they stand out. They're yeah. super obvious when you see them. Yeah. So that's good. And I those are the rewards I really want to go for. Because you get the extra loot. Yeah. So, I mean, if I miss a scroll, eh, but those only treasures, yeah. give them to me. You would give them uh, to me. Let me have them. The scrolls are really hard to find unless you just trip over one where, like... Yeah, what's finished... how I found one I found? <laughs> yeah, same. Well, we figured, because Kyra and I were teamed up, and we we didn't get through as much because I had to eat my dinner and, yeah, do a few things as well. So, I was sort of in and out a little bit. But um, one of the ones, the first one I found was, like, we finished a combat encounter... And there were these little like huts that you know were very similar from the main game. And I remember from the main game, there was treasures and things in there. That's where they would always be when you were clearing out camps. And so I was like, I'm just going to check this one just to see. I walked in there and there was a scroll on the thing. I'm like, well, that was easy. Yeah. Cool, done, <laughs> done. That's a, done. That, Thank that's you. a gimme. Uh, I'll take that one. Um, but yeah, they're not all so easy to find, I guess. No. But um, yeah, it don't. You do approach them differently. I found as well over the um, a because they put the raid mechanics in there. But in the survival missions, you know, there's four of you. You got to defend the points. It's very time sensitive. In this one, because there's only two of you, you've got to be more cautious. But also, you don't have that same time pressure. Yes. So you can afford to plan. You can communicate. You can say, yeah, hey, well, hey. you can actually engage in being stealthy. Yeah. Which yeah. You, you can like <laughs> in the survival map as the assassin. I must say, yeah. you can humor the idea of being yeah. stealthy. But once you do that first one, that's it. Like yeah, you're, not, you're not, not returning to stealth. You're not hiding in grass in the survival <laughs> yeah. map. Like no one's doing that because the Mongols don't come and hang out by the grass. They run straight for the point and then you lose. Um, <laughs> yeah. And while you're there, being like, they're gonna come here eventually. I'll get them. I'll man. get them. Ooh, that looks so my, silly. My uh, favorite moment, just to dip into the survival thing, one of my favorite moments that we've had whilst playing this is like because there's like the grapple points, like where you can swing into like yeah. into certain areas. There's one map in particular that has like three that lead right to the center of a point. This is like this is blood in the snow, isn't it? This, yes, the, the snow one. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is basically it's directly lifted from like it, that that exact location is in the base game. I was like, yeah. I remembered this vividly. Um, and so like we were swinging in and we were waiting in there because about three of us had the assassinate. Um, there was a daily quest that we had to do, which was like uh 30 assassinations from above and so we were all just swinging on this like four of us swinging back and forward on this fucking tether point 
Uh, and then we're like, all right, do you want to go first? Yep, cool. And one person will go in, they'd aggro, and then the next person would go in. And then, like, one by one, we'd get out. All right, cool, we've all got them. Now let's finish off this fight. And then, like, you know, rinse, repeat for, like, the rest of the entire survival match. It was just so um, comical to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's, like like you said, the, the stealth is almost non-existent in... Uh, in uh, there is some... There's been some really magical moments. The one point that I was talking to Ben um, on our completely professional work chat... Um, of course, yeah. <laughs> this is a safe space. Day, so, yeah, um, he and we. Were, I was just talking to him about it, and we both came up like the the best thing we did last night was because somehow you get your stances in the main game, uh, which I'm sure we'll come back to, and you can have you have four stances to help deal with four different enemy types. Ben and I ended up having weapons that had two each, so between the two of us, we had all four oh, stances. Oh, nice! That's what we yeah. need. The dream. So, and I had. Um, there was a point where we were fighting two only left. There was a spear oni and a brute oni, and I'm fighting this brute oni, uh, and I have the wind stance, which is good for spears, and Ben had the moon stance, which was good for brutes, but we're fighting the wrong enemies. And and there was a point when our fights, like, because we couldn't turn our backs or anything on them, there was a point where our fights crossed over, and just instinctively we switched opponents nice. and pushed them away from each other. It was Kurosawa as <laughs> fuck. It was samurai champlu <laughs> bullshit. Like there was there was a point where I saw um like. Ben parried an attack and countered it um, on this on the um, on the spear guy, and then he immediately turned around, and I just rolled in behind him and picked up the next attack from the spear guy, and we took our opponents away and managed them. I, I do have to say that's one of the things again, just because of how impressive the base mechanics and the base game is in Ghost of Tsushima, having all of those incredibly good animations, yep. basically just flow straight into the multiplayer. Because you spoke about that moment in your story mode, but even in survival which way we'll move on to next yeah. we've had some just some cracker moments yeah they're like survival's had it's been the, the majority of them like from this yeah because i think yeah. um are we good with story mode yeah i, reckon, yeah. I think we're good unless there's yeah. anything you want to add to the story mode discussion not particularly i mean it's yeah. really cool the fact it's that cool, but, this yeah. cool story. Oh, oh the one thing is the reason why we are playing it we probably wouldn't have played it and made it oh. a priority is because you need to play through that before you can play the raid yes that's so the big yeah that's, that's, that's how they get you those, yeah, you yeah. do need to complete those missions, which I get it. It does hammer home then. It's like, this is a tutorial for the raid. So yeah. I get it. Like, it's it makes sense. But yeah, it, you don't be like us and like level up and hit like um, key level 104 <laughs> and be like, let's fucking do this raid. And then be like, nah, you're going to go do nah, all these do missions. Story. You're going to do another five hours of story. <laughs> yeah, basically. So like we've, we've switched priorities now. And going, um, okay, cool. Let's go do that. But yeah. So in survival, just again, to go back to the animations and just how cool playing the game is yeah several like i i mean we've all got pretty cool ultimates but i do want to say that brendan and i have the coolest yeah i oh, love your 100%. ultimate Joel. i love your ultimate that, it's so mine helpful. is, I love mine is you get useful us up. please it, keep it yeah, mine, mine is useful <laughs> when i can use it and since we've moved up the tier ranks like up in the gold i've found myself being able to be oh, more useful been some and use it revives joel yeah like it's 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 been i i must admit like i feel i feel like a part of the team now but like when we we're <laughs> playing on bronze i was like i could go through an entire survival match especially once we started getting into the swing of it and i was just like i haven't even needed to use it i'd just use it just to heal everyone you know, or like you know <laughs> i'd be like oh, just here's a heal guys have a free heal like but yeah, yeah definitely on the gold the synergy comes into it more yeah uh, sure. but just watching even brennan pop his ultimate which is of course like just essentially five free slashes yeah where it just t- teleports around or and dashes like around. anything that's not an oni is pretty much a one yeah. kill it's, uh, it's great 
it's great too because like you don't even need to be in the vicinity to know that Brennan's used it because you can hear it anywhere yeah. on the map. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the characters yells. like the characters like, yell. Yeah. yeah, but like, and and they they all have something that they yell, and you're just like, cool. Yep, Karen just popped his special. Uh, oh, <laughs> yep. Brennan's followed up with these. Yep, sweet, awesome. Um, my favorite yeah, one is anytime great. anybody revives me, and my guys just like my big bulky samurai is just like, good of you, <laughs> <laughs> like, good of you. Um, <coughs> one thing as well. well that carries over from the campaign to the multiplayer is a very, very, very special fuck you to Archers. Oh, 100%. Just get oh, yeah. stuff, guys. They're going to get you. Yeah. 100% of the time they're going to get you. But then and they've got but, more health. Yeah. I, but yeah, and then it's like, the Sucker Punch was just like, okay, yeah, cool. You don't like Archers? Cool. What if we made them only Archers and they can fucking teleport? Yeah, cool. And Machine awesome. Gun you. Yeah, Machine fucking Gun. Fucking great. Yeah. Awesome. This is And then awesome. what if we had I enemies that shot crows out of their hands? I've yep. like, had a yep. long-standing, like, I've got a long-standing rule that crow magic is the best and worst magic. So, <laughs> well, Brennan, Brennan, you, that, that's like, that's like your D&D character is yeah, like, yeah. is crow, crow magic. magic. Like that, watch out for you it. Are a, you are a bird person that has a crow. Like, it's, yeah. So, it's sort of, I can see how you might be conflicted in this, but yeah, yeah. holy shit. Even if they just, like, drop the duration of it a little bit, maybe if they just maybe, scale Maybe it juggle you less, I don't know. I'll give you well, something maybe... to do besides just like, well, my friend's getting hit, yeah. so I can actually kill that person yeah. now. As yeah, opposed it's like to, some... I'm getting hit. Well, guess my health bar's going yeah. down. How do, you it's like someone's... how do you do with crows? Well, I roll frantically, and I <laughs> yep. hope that I have more health than they have crow. <laughs> <Yep>. like... <laughs> it just feels like sometimes it doesn't, like, they're a little bit too... They track you way too quickly. It's, it's so like, aggressive. Uh, like, oh, you can yeah. roll, and they're like, I followed you, dude. Yeah. Like, what is this? I guess outside of, like being in a match like and looking at it from like you know above or whatever like i kind of get it because it does add a lot of attention to those maps like oh yeah it oh, does... priority targets 100 percent. yeah, yeah. It, and it adds it is stressful when it happens like man i I've, i swear i've gotten gray hairs from playing this game especially once we uh, kicked it up to gold like holy shit like some of the clutch moments that we've had and just like scraping through the first time we got through like a a, a gold mission we got through by the skin of our teeth and just, yeah. it was like, oh boy. I like, I had to have a moment after that just to sort of like calm down. For sure. Um, I uh, think, yeah. Oh, you go. I was, I was going to talk about, about the survival mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. That's saying. exactly where I yeah. was going. Yeah. So yeah. we talked about, yeah, the tiers. So there's bronze, silver, and gold. And so for bronze, you've got to survive 15 waves, silver's 20, and gold is 25. And just, again, adding those extra five waves on, you're like, oh, but whatever. But each in between each five waves is a boss wave. And that's, again, where we our true enemies, the Murder of Crows guys, yep. come in from. Because basically yep. they have just a whole host of modifiers. And there are some ones that you get and you're like, sweet, I can handle that. Yep. And then there's Murder of Crows or there's po- Toxic Clouds, yep. which is my other least favorite one. Because if you don't have a healing gourd and Joel's little healing pots on cooldown and the drums yep. are all out of order, yep. if you're poisoned, I'm sorry, you're probably, you're, if you don't die, you're going to be you, close to death. You're just having a spew. Yeah. My, yeah. My, someone my stabs own, you in the back. My own personal uh, modifier enemy is uh, Chopped Down. The big axe guys are just oh, the axe there, guys? They just fucking love me. I've got yeah. moon I can't stance, keep so... away from yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When having I had moon stance, stance, it wasn't a problem, but now you've reminded me, Joel, that I don't currently have moon stance yeah so, i don't because I, I do either i mean on that same thing like 
I don't think they're modified, but whenever I see spear guys, and if I don't have wind stance, I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck this. Yeah, no, yep. I you guys spear, suck. <laughs> and sword guys, even without stone stance, I'm, I'm like, oh, I know what you do. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. And even shield guys with with the water stance, which is the anti shield stance, the little shield guys, I'm always kind of like, are you gonna red? Are you gonna red hit me? Yeah. Like, are you gonna un, are you gonna unblockable? There's always that fear. Me? I'm always ready for it. And then you get further down the chain, especially on golds when they yeah. have like the stronger Mongol enemies, and then the little shield guys are suddenly like, no, nah, I got a fire sword. I'm like, well. Are you going to do that this time? Or yeah. are you going to red hit me? Or can I just like combo you until you're broken? Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> the best be? part is you can break their red hits as well, especially like um, like brute shield guys. Like they'll, they'll they'll wind up for their big red attack and you just like triangle, 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 triangle. You're just like, <laughs> Please just stop. Like knock them into, actually, knock them into a wall. From playing the multiplayer and like, you know, getting uh, after playing the single player and just having the multiplayer be a fire hose of Mongols so you really get <laughs> exactly. comfortable with the combat. <laughs> Um, I, I think the number one thing that they, each of these stances gives you, they're like, oh, wind stance is good against spears. Oh, is it because this particular set of sweet at flippy animations makes me less likely to hit spear guys? It's like, no, you can just interrupt them. That's literally all yeah, I need. Yeah, it's all fine. it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. Just yeah. kicking big brute boys, like when they're trying yeah. to do their attack, you just kick go, the chin. kick. No. <laughs> stop it. And just like, chain the kicks repeatedly. Yep. Stop. Stop. Yep. Stop. And then every every like four or so hits, you just hit them with your sword a little bit and go, yeah, <laughs> and then kick, graze kick, them and then kick. back to kicks. Yeah. Um, um, I uh, do have to really respect just the, the, the simple design decision, which, you know, Mass Effect had this as well, but it wasn't for every, like the different waves had some, most of them would just survive however you can. And then occasionally they throw out objectives. Um, but this one is, it's always the same. And it's, here's three points to defend. There's four of you. We're going to randomly choose which ones get attacked. Sometimes it's all of them. And that means you need to make decisions on the fly of who's yep. doing what. Yeah, I do really like that well. Who's holding where, who gets to, who gets support and who's on their own. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's the one you trust to be like, okay, you can go yep. to that point yep. and we'll get there when we can. <laughs> yeah. And b- being the person like as a samurai class, it's real. It's often really hard to put me down because um, I've got health drain. I've got bonus health anyway. I usually carry a heal pot or something like that with me as well. Um, and, and I think we've all been in that point, and I've seen Joel pull it off on a on a like round twenty um, boss wave to get us through. When you're My the poor last little... person, when you your job is just to hold that point <laughs> exactly. while everybody yeah. else cleans up the map, and you're just surrounded by friggin' Mongols, and you're just like, you're gonna have to go through me. And your job isn't to kill everything; <laughs> it's just to it's just to hold that point and it's the best hold back in hold the in line and out. Just, and, just pop in back out, in and but out just like just parry and counter like watching people waiting to see who's going to make the first move so that you can perfect parry them and, t- and cut them down and then literally like stance back who's next like, and or, having or if, total situational awareness yeah, total. of where those goddamn marches where those are, are. Yeah. occasionally you're, or, like, you're like i'll be back in the circle in a minute <laughs> fellas you're gonna cut, cut this cut, 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 back okay, in the circle i'm still in contesting <laughs> or if you're like me still in still in or if you're like me there was a moment or, there when you fully recognized that you were no, out. No, 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 I didn't circle. go out. <laughs> or if you're like me, you're like the wet paper Ronin. It's like fucking just getting hacked down like no one's business. It's just panic rolling. It's hey, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm sort of fire like button. you, Joel. Like, That's true, yeah. I, I, I thrive on stealth, and if I don't have that, I'm just like, cool, I guess I'm perfect parrying and hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've got two circles to worry about in that instance because I usually have like the main circle point that I'm holding and also the heel pot that I've dropped that I'm trying to dip back into just to yeah. get a just a little just a little just cheeky nip every now and then. Yeah, just to top me off and so I can get back into the fight and just dodge everything possible. 
but the, um, the, num- the number of times that you've that i've been in a situation where i'm like right got this point i've whittled down like maybe a third of the mongols i've got not a lot of health left how much longer is this going to go and then this wave of friendly samurai <laughs> like these three other ghosts just hit the side of it like it like a breaker and just shred everything like, as you guys well, clean up your points and come to save me i've said this a lot when we're playing it. i've said it in a number of multiplayer games but it feels most true in this so many times it's just i've had that feeling of watching return of the king yeah. Lord of the Rings Return of the King when I guess I guess spoilers for that movie by the way um, <laughs> when the um, spoilers from 1968 <laughs> I don't know when the book was published <laughs> you've had you've had time yeah. there's also three very good movies but um, when when the they like Aragorn and company come to save Minas Tirith I just that moment it's only I think it's only in the extended edition that you actually <laughs> see it when they're just you, the entire time you're watching it from um, Eowyn's perspective and Gothmog's like coming after her to kill her and you're like is she gonna make it is she gonna be okay and then completely inconsequentially aragorn legolas and gimli just cut 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 gothmog and keep going it's yeah it's he's felt no like that. Yeah, he's just yeah. no one and that's how it's felt sometimes when we're finishing off a point when someone's holding it we just go nah cut cut kick kick cut nah cool see you later yeah. we're out we're it's, done we especially <laughs> especially when it's kyra because you always come in with an assassinate and i'll have this fucking spear only or something that's just like haunting you for the entire thing you're dodging its reds you're watching for its blue it's doing its thrust attacks doing its aoe blast stuff and then it's just like this guy in a fox mask just comes up just knife in the neck <laughs> It's. I mean, there's video evidence of that on your Twitter, Kyron. Like, you posted that video when it was just the three of us playing when we first started out, and you were holding a point, and yes. turned around, there was two big heavy guys there ready to take you out, and then just yeah. out of nowhere, Brendan and I appear from above and just Perfect. assassinate both of them. If oh, I hadn't so lived that moment, I would have been like, oh, that's some E3 stage yeah, magic. That was stage. Yeah. But no, like, again, this, this deal, this multiplayer stuff lets you do cool shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, everyone and everyone gets like a moment to be a hero. Like it, everyone yeah. gets their moment. Like it, there's not one person carrying you through for the most part. Like it's everyone at least gets one moment per match where they were like, you get. And we, you've had it with us a whole bunch where we're just like, you know, oh man, that was a great Brennan dude. You fucking held that point. Holy shit, that was amazing. Oh my god, Karen, that assassinate. Holy crap, that was like. Or like I saw anytime, that out of the corner of my eye. Like anytime Ben pulls off his clutch, like ultimate as yeah, well. Like, it's just like yep. five enemies just just drop. headshots, just like just yeah, they're dead. <laughs> yep. Um, or like he'll just be swinging past your point and he's just like stun arrow into the middle of the <laughs> point, just like well, yeah, you get a few free Thank kills. You. I'm on my way here. Or like my favorite one is like desperately sprinting. Um, alongside Kyron's assassin to try and get to a point before it's empty and I'm like I'm like got it I'm like oh there's the gate I gotta run around to get through the gate to try to get because climbing's too slow and you just see Kyron just like burst and just teleport through the gate into someone's neck and then into four subsequent necks and to yep. be in the circle so that they don't so that we don't lose it I was so happy when I found out the other night but I can if I can see the enemy through a building my special will let me teleport through the building and it's just very handy very handy for those fences yeah oh yeah just what a great free mode yeah and the other thing like it's i don't know how the raid's gonna be how much we have to sort of build out (laughs) build out like set up our builds around that but so far it's basically it's been cooperative enough that we need to work together obviously to hold the points but forgiving enough that you can basically go with whatever item and um item and build you want from your character because you have like 12 different skills i think to choose from and you can pick any four out of options of three for each each selection um so we've never had to come back and be like oh that didn't work i'm gonna have to choose this or well no i really can't 
I can't afford to take my five hit strike. I need to instead take 25 bonus health instead, which is boring and lame. Um, and even you found that because when you switched out of your back to your five kill assassinate, yeah, yeah. Um, it did come at a cost. It did come at my ability to because obviously if my so my my um smoke bomb cloaks all of us at the moment, and I did have to swap off of my ability to after I pull off an assassination, it would re cloak me. But I also just like having those extra two hits in my special. Yeah, it's yeah like I changed so mine at the moment what I've got equipped because I switched back to it was that. When I use my like res, like for however many people, I don't have to be near them or whatever. It's like an instant res, um, as long as I've got three resolve to spend on it. Um, it's if I use that, then everyone gets eight seconds of free healing as well, which so can, handy, especially so handy. especially if toxic clouds in. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's like it's super handy in that that instance. Whereas the, the flip side of that, I could also um, pick it instead of having the healing is it gives the um, Ignite Enemies Near Ghosts ability, which basically sets everyone near oh, you yeah. on fire. We didn't even talk about the yes. maps having like, ghost gifties. offerings you can purchase yeah. with your... They, it's got a specific name. I just called them Kokiri Stones because it looks like the yeah. Kokiri Stone from Ocarina of Time. So I was like, man, I've got a thousand Kokiri Stones. Yeah. I only need one of these. It's a little Ocarina of Time humor for you there. Yeah. <laughs> nice, I love it. Um, <laughs> don't, you don't have to humor me like that, Joel. It's fine. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because it's something like this is a mechanic that's in a lot of survival games i mean we don't play a lot of them but call of duty zombies has had that earn the yeah. currency buy the items for a while but wow so cool and basically as soon as soon as we found out figured out i guess because we're scrubs uh the, the it's a different currency to what carries back it with you into the into the pro, like the progression yeah for so, sure so yeah spend it smoke them if it's, you i'm gonna them. buy it's, that bear i'm buying I'm, that spirit bear and yeah. then i'm it's, gonna pat that spirit bear yeah it's it's roguelike currency so like when you're in the map you've got this one currency you can only spend in there and when you die it goes away so yep. spend it while you got it like you can't take exactly. it with you um, but yeah, some of the abilities you can get, uh, like you said, Kyron, you can summon a spirit bear that will help you out for a while. Um, you can summon spirit dogs. I think everyone gets spirit dogs. Everyone on fire. Set everyone on fire. You'll be like, nah, you're all burning now. Yeah. Yeah. It basically, if an enemy comes near you, it'll get set on fire for a, a period of time. You can, uh, like, you know, like regenerate, um, health for people. Uh, and what else? was there's one more. And there's refill ammo. Oh, refill it. ammo. Yeah. Which is definitely um, the least useful one, and I get I I feel bad saying that because I'm about our fourth person Ben yeah. as as the ranged person in the group he he loves it because he is frequently just burning through arrows. Hey, but also I'm like I wish you were something else. But I've said, I've like, bought that I've bought that a few times because, oh yeah, because of your yeah I, the bombs. I use mainly concussion yeah. bombs and black True. powder bombs. So That's a good like point. I'm I'm throwing out bombs left right and center. And every time I get a new a new upgrade like a a new ranged weapon and it's a bow and it's better stats, I'm just like. I'm bad with this. I can't just like pepper bombs into an area, which I've done. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you do it, Joel. I was in a co- I was in co op with you last night doing story mode, and I just watched you throw like felt like ten bombs at one dude. It was like no joke. Like especially in the survival mode, like if there's a point being taken and I'm the first person there, my first instinct is just like I'm just gonna bombard everyone in that thing and hopefully try and knock them out of the circle. We call that the Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, um, also really good for like blasting people away from someone you're trying to revive yes yes yeah. i frequently yeah. just use my smoke bomb as cover to yep. revive people yeah if you can get a free free neck in after that that's yeah, fine sure. but especially because then it usually gets them some some visibility as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah and this is like we, we talked about that and we haven't even really gone into the fact and i don't want to spend too much time on it but 
as obviously there's loot so you can build up your ghosts in pretty individual ways as well mm-hmm. obviously you've got swords as your main weapon and they've got their own list of things but as you said there are bombs for your ranged weapons there's bows there's like blow guns with blow the guns, yeah. darts then onto the ghost weapons you've got throwing sand healing gourds yeah caltrops and then if you uh, get smoke bombs and then regular bombs on bombs. top of that too on top of that too you've also got like modifiers so when you get i think like legendary above uh no rare or above they have like modifiers on them as well and you can like re-roll those so it could be a a sand throw to sort of like um you know blind enemies for a few seconds but it also might be that that sand now sets them on fire when you do that so like yeah, and you can re-roll those things as well. So if you find like a specific, like especially if I get a say, a dirt throw, I'll try and re-roll so I get that fire one because it's so handy. Um, yeah, for sure. Just especially if you're in the middle of a fight and you're just getting overwhelmed, you can sort of usually set two or three people in front of you on fire and just sort of take a breather, either to pop a healing gourd or or retreat. Um, yeah, oh, there's so much to it. It's great. Uh- and, but it still feels really accessible as well. Like that's the thing about it. It doesn't feel overwhelming. You're not. You don't have to have like a spreadsheet open with like all your numbers and things like that to see how like. Especially like when we're planning for a raid. Like again, this could all change when we actually get yeah. into the raid and go. Fuck, we really need to have the spreadsheet and, and figure all this out. But it doesn't seem like from the get go that you need to have that kind of knowledge of these types of games going into it. You could just jump into it with four friends, with three friends, and just you know, figure it out because that's what we did. So it is, it absolutely yeah. is. And um, progression for your gear and your character is the same through the the survival and the story mode. So yes. if you don't have three friends currently or only one person you know has got it, you can actually gear by playing the story mode Yes, mm-hmm. and get raid ready that way. You will need six people for the raid though. I know four people for the raid. Yeah, don't, say, yeah. don't say yeah. six. We only Sorry, have four. I mean, We're screwed. I mean, this fucking not destiny. destiny, I mean, destiny mindset. Yeah. LFG, LFG. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, um is there anything else you want to say about the co-op mode before we move on to a brief bonus discussion about just the game itself? Hopefully we'll be able um, to talk about Raid once we get a chance to do it. Yes, fingers yeah. crossed. Mm. Um, survival mode's great. Doesn't cost a cent. Does cost yeah. the cost of the game. Game's fully worth it. Absolutely even worth it. 100%. Yeah, um, like, before this mode, this game is, like, one of the best can... of the year, easily. Like, it's such a great game. I th- I personally think it's Sucker Punch's best game. I... I yeah, really yeah, think... I, probably, I actually might be inclined to agree. Yeah, I think, because I really love Infamous and Infamous 2, but, um, man, this game is very good. And it does... it. I, this, kind of, I guess, will lead into the main story stuff, but, like, it set out... And, like, all the trailers and stuff, it set out to be, like, this, like, homage to um, Samurai Film and, and Kurosawa and things like that, to the point that it has a Kurosawa filter that is called the Kurosawa Mode. And they got permission from the Kurosawa estate to use that, uh, which means they had to inspect it and they gave it their seal of approval, basically. Um, and there's just moments where you, you do feel that. So it's it's just such a fucking great game. And yeah, we just to have this on top is beautiful. Yeah, we haven't played the uh, survival mode with um, with photo mode on. No, we which haven't. Which might be a you, fun thing to do. Yeah, and it's an option as well, yeah. as long as... You- yeah. The only thing it costs you is the ability to, like, when you trigger photo mode, it will pause everyone's game, which is great. I think it's cool to have the option. Yeah. yeah. It also means you can't matchmake as well if you play yes, this photo mode. Yes, which is on. fine for us because we're all we're in a group of four anyway. Exactly. So. All right. Well, I think after that fun little discussion about, again, just as we said it a lot, a really good free multiplayer mode that if you were on the fence about Ghost of Tsushima and you've got some friends who are on the fence about the game, 
it really should push you over. It just really should. Yeah. No, yeah. Yep. It's just great. Absolutely. Um, I, yes. Yeah. It's one, it's one of the, I, it, it's a, it's a staple in the, the PS4's library. Like it's, it's one of those games. I put it up there with like God of War and the last of us and things like that. Like, Absolutely. To come yeah. in this last year as well. Just what a, just to sneak in there. Just great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I do want to shift gears a bit now to talk about just the the, the base Ghost of Tsushima game, mostly mm-hmm. story stuff because I don't think we've actually had a chance to sit down and just talk about it. So for the sake of just playing it safe and making my job easier, I'm just going to say spoiler start about now. Um, I will put time codes in the show notes if you want to skip it, but it's probably going to run the last part of this episode. We'll see how we go. But um, yeah, so let's just get right into it. How did we feel about this game's story? I, so saying before about how the fact that it is like, it is a love letter to samurai film, which is something that I haven't really delved into all that much, I mean, which yeah. I feel like it's hard as well. I feel like I, I can tell. Hmm. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I want to, like I've, I, I sort of know a few of the, the staples that you sort of need to, that, that are like the ones that you should probably hit. Um, uh, and so, which is like, is it like Wolf and Cub? I think and Lone Wolf and Cub, Lone Wolf and Cub, yeah. yeah. And um, your Jimbo as well as another one that I hear a lot of people are like, that's where you should go. Um, but even just like having a very, 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 very basic knowledge of that sort of stuff, this is a, yeah, I love letters to those those uh those films and that style of film as well, um. And it does it so well to the point where I I can see the the, the point about the the main story quest being a little bit safe, I guess, or like a, a little bit like cliche in a way. Yeah, I can see that argument. Yeah, and I like I totally understand that, but like when I put myself into the mindset of like what it's trying to like pay homage to, um, I sort of give it a bit of a pass. I'm pretty forgiving with that kind of <laughs> shit anyway, but like. Um, but yeah, I can sort of go, all right, they're trying to go for this sort of yeah. story and they are just telling that story again, but just by giving you control over the story. Um, but I feel like the, like the moments where it really shines are those side missions with, with like the, uh, like the secondary cast that surround Jin. Um, I think they're the, the, the best parts of the game. I think yeah. uh, that and the, the, um, the legendary tales or mythical tales. Yeah. The mythical well. tales are probably the highlight for me personally. Mm, yeah, and what, yeah. About, what about you, Brendan? I mm. I have to agree with Joel that I think the um the secondary casts um uh, like Sensei Ishikawa he was great. I mm-hmm. love listening to him in with the English VO. Um, he's yeah. like I was sort of dabbling back and forth, but once I heard him in the English VO, I was just like, you know what, switching to you permanently for that. Um, Lady Mazuko, brilliant, loved her arc. Mm-hmm. She was great. Um, I've forgotten the name of the um. Which seems stupid because it's the main character that you actually hang out with, the thief. You know, you know that's her. Yuna was oh, great. Yeah. yeah, she she was exceptional as well. Um, actually, I I couldn't really think of a story beat that I didn't like, aside from just in games in general. I'm not a huge fan, really, of being judged for actions that happen in a cutscene. Uh, and it's <laughs> funny though, right? Because you mentioned but, that, and I was talking to Ben about this. Yeah. <laughs> The way that they start really hammering on you in the game, going, I can't believe you're being the ghost. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm always just riding up to people and going, hey, fight me. Yeah, That's fight not a standoff. Me. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sneaking around in the grass and shivering you in the neck in the story mode. No way. I'm a samurai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, sword play yeah. you down. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to sneak. 
I, d- I must admit, as I got further into the game, I was just like, the stealth is really fun. Like, yeah. it's so, it's so fun broken, to like. But yeah. it is fun. It, yeah, it, it reminded me. I had. I was having flashbacks to like Far Cry Three, Garrison, like taking over garrisons in Far Cry Three, and really emphasizing and trying to be stealthy and like not raise an alarm the entire time. Uh, I would definitely like, say so, towards the end of like the Northern Ireland, when the enemies were getting really friggin' hard, I got really good at stealth. Because I, I was like, oh, I'm cheesing you, you've I, got I, the tools I, for I it. I was also doing it there, but it felt, again, at that point in the story, I felt like I was okay with it because I was, I had the ghost armor. Yeah, you already, you, you settled into the role, yeah, right? but up until then I was like, no, I'm straight straw hat. Like, yeah. I'm wearing like, basically some clothes yeah. and a cool hat. If you yeah. can hit me, you're probably going to kill me. Yeah, but if, if you, you can, can hit me. You're welcome to try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, so otherwise, otherwise yeah. like that's that's i can see exactly where they're going with it and you know it's fine and it's gin instead but i really like um and i don't expect them to give me a choice so i really don't know where i'm going with this sentence but it's just when they when they like lay the judgment on you for something that happened in a cutscene or yeah that you know something that you didn't really make you're kind of like okay this is this is where i can see through the story but for the rest of it i really i loved his relationship with his uncle like yeah. actually that actually really that actually sold to me really well i really liked um i liked the khan for most of it and then towards the end he started to like getting that little bit villainous where it's just like just like i'm oh, just well, a bad guy yeah i'm a bad guy i know exactly what you're doing i know exactly where you're going and i'll see you at the end of the script and not a moment <laughs> yeah, exactly. before and then you'll yeah, kill me I, and yep. then that'll be it I, for me yeah. I will be the boss fight yeah. at the end of the game. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, if uh, that's sort of how the game had ended, I think it would have maybe fell flat for me. Yeah. That's why I'm so thankful there's that extra bit after that mm-hmm. that really. Yeah. Because again, the, 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 how I felt about this game story was sort of like a roller coaster. I thought it dragged a bit at the start, um, but I do understand this also. It was it was building up a supporting cast and all that. By the time I got to the second act, I was like, okay, I'm in this. Yeah. And then the third act, I was like what do you mean you killed my horse and I've got yeah. to use this, like, yeah, this that, the st- embarrassment. Yeah. I mean, that started the th- yeah, I want his horse. That's, that side of the third act is mm. like, whoa. And then you get the new horse. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but yeah. It, shit just goes wrong and it's like, shit goes so oh wrong. God, I kind like, of was surprised. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was pretty impactful. Like, I, it wasn't like, you know, drawing tears out of me or anything like oh, that. No. But I was, I was definitely invested and involved. So, um, you were saying about how like being judged for things in cutscenes and stuff like that. I my interpretation of it, and I'm being very yeah. generous here in how I I view it as well, is that it's sort of just it's not for being samurai or being assassin. It's just for following the a certain way person's way of thinking, whereas thinking for themselves in a way. So whereas Jin starts to sort of like realize that there is more to what is going on and there are more effective ways of doing things than oh, yeah, the way absolutely. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, cause they That's... establish really early on that the Mongols study the samurai. They learn how they fight and they learn how to beat samurai, which is really easy when your opponent yeah. never changes like, how they fight. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's perfectly summarized <laughs> it's like you get in to the see opening. Someone, yeah. You get to see someone's Pokemon deck beforehand. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. in the opening mission, in the opening cutscene where that guy's just like, I'll fight you one-on-one. Yeah. And it's just like, Fuck that! Yeah. <laughs> I'm setting you on fire because <laughs> yeah. you'll probably yeah. you might kill me. And I'm not taking yeah. that chance. This has killed you instantly. Yeah, he just used the set yeah. enemies alight. Yeah, thing. exactly. Should have waited till they were all nearby. But probably, but like old move. <laughs> um. It's yeah. No, I, 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 but I do get it. Like they are pretty heavy handed with those like 
why are you stealth killing all these people? It's like, I fucking I mean, did it. The only thing like, that connects it to me is there's a point when you're capturing, you've got to go over a fence to capture um, an area, and you go over this fence, and, and your uncle and his army are right behind you waiting for you to open the gate. And Jin looks over it, and you get a cutscene, and he's like, oh, just hallucinogen blowed up these two guys. And I'm like, definitely could have fought them. Like, definitely could have. It would have been fine. Yeah. Um, and then, and then they open here. the gates, they open the gates, and your uncle's very disappointed because he's like, oh, you're using non-samurai methods. And you're like, well, yeah, you know what? I didn't really choose to do that. I did really like when you blow dart assassinated or poisoned people out in the world just and then yes. and it, it cuts you to like a quick where the first time you assassinate someone from shadows and then when you yep. blow dart someone and i think there's a third one as well where it cuts you to scenes like little flashbacks of your uncle talking to you and being like being like remember you must always face your opponent uh, look your opponent in the eyes um, i did, I did like that yeah i like that. just like oh sorry yeah. i just poisoned that guy <laughs> and now he killed half he killed half his friends because he was mad like i i literally had one like where i was like oh i've found the i found the mission where the mongols are killing all the like the foxes and skinning them and i'm like yeah. right that's it this is not nah, i'm out of yeah. i'm out of patience um, and I got, I killed a whole bunch of them in just, you know, whatever method I had to hand, but quite ruthlessly. And then the last one, I found the last guy just like standing, watching guard over a cliff. And I'm standing behind him. I'm like, what's the worst way I can kill you? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, and I think you were there and you were like, you just, you, have you used your blow darts? And I was like, I haven't used my blow darts. I used my poison blow darts. And I was like, eat this, you piece of shit. It's the worst way you can die. And I've shot him with a blow dart and immediately I went to the white screen of my uncle being, <laughs> being like, <laughs> being like, a warrior deserves a warrior's death. And I was like, whoa, I'm sorry. Cause I definitely did that with malice aforethought. Like, <laughs> no, no, what if they're going to kill foxes? No, yeah. no hero's death for them. Yeah. Poison I only. I, I, yeah, I don't know what this says about me, but as soon as I got that blow dart, I was like, Fucking the, the first random batch of enemies, I was just like, and fucking you're all blow darted. I just wanted to just mess shit up I mean, with them because it the, was the reason. For, oh. Okay, so here's the thing for me, it just it happened just out of habit because a lot of this game sort of feels like what I would want from an Assassin's Creed yep. set in Japan. Yes. And Assassin's Creed, as soon as you get those like berserker darts or anything like that, yep. you're like, I'm using these all the time on everyone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kill everyone yep. there for me, and I'll I'll meet you when we're done. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually, because I can remember since like, oh, for like a decade now, I've been going like, when are we getting a Japanese Assassin's Creed? We don't Creed? need it. We got it's, it. We don't got it now. We don't need it because they missed the yeah, window. Ubisoft took too long. Ubisoft took too long, and Sucker Punch did it better. Um, and they didn't have to put any fucking like modern day bullshit in it. Like, no, and, to, they, and they gave like, free oh, multiplayer. They gave free multiplayer. And, and you that have to buy it with well. Felix credits or any nope. of that shit. <laughs> oh yeah. God, Jesus Christ. Um. One particular story quest that I that I really loved and sort of was probably the most impactful for me, um, apart from the very end. But we'll talk about um, that soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, was the the one with the uh, is it your grandmother or your uh, the woman who basically like raised you as well? It's like your maid slash nanny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, where like you go back to your like basically you've been disgraced and shamed away from from um from uh uh lord uh lord shimura shimura and he's just like get the fuck out of my sight basically so you go back to your home and to get your like father's the the ghost armor basically and um and sort of adopt that sort of moniker and you interact with her and she talks about you go to your father's grave and all sort of stuff and you sort of get a feeling that something's not quite right with her she's she's very old and frail and as you go through her side quests, because I did them basically one after another, 
and you go through it and eventually gets to the point where she's basically she's lost her mind in a way mm. like she's she's suffering from i guess some sort of dementia and she's just old and she sort of starts to mistake Jin for his father uh, and talks about like some of the moments that they shared together and and they're sort of like unspoken love and you sort of end up taking her to one fo- like you go you take her on a tour of all these places and you finally end up at this one spot uh it's her family's graveyard and she basically passes away there while you're sitting on looking at this beautiful vista it's so good um, yeah that's the part where the Perfect. camera pulls out yeah and i think yes. everyone who played the game was just like share and share that screen yep. cap yep. that bad boy it's like that i sort of put the controller down after that mission and was just sort of sat there and crossed my arms and was like huh that was really fucking good. Like, that was her really little, good storytelling. Her series of story, yeah, missions were really good. I did really like it. And I also really liked, um, I really liked Masako's, but I really liked her last one in particular. Yeah. When you find yeah. out the truth about her story, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really oh, liked the- name? Oh, yeah. Nori. Nori. Yeah. Nori. Yep. He had some good stuff as well. Like, yeah. when you're yeah. fighting to defend that temple. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. His arc was really good. I really liked- Yes. Um, Sensei Ishikawa's arc because he starts off as just like such a prick. Oh man, all the Tomoe stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah, to the Tomoe story. And then you're sort of like, well, okay, I can see through this. I see where this is going. Uh, 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 okay, and you end up kind of back where you think you're going to end up anyway. But they feel like real people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of care has gone into creating those side characters and it does it does help lift this game up. Because like I said, even in the, in the early areas where I sort of felt like the main story was dragging... Because I loved that supporting cast so much already, yep. I was like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in. Like, you got me. Yep. Yep. And if the story gets better, great. And it did, thankfully. But um, right on the base level, I'm really enjoying spending... Even, like, even like what was the stupid merchant guy's name? Oh, yeah, the Ryan Vasaki merchant. <laughs> yeah. Kenji. I was like, you know what? You're all right, Kenji. You're all right, man. <laughs> yeah, the fucking moon... The... the, the um uh fucking Saki moonshiner that was just, like, yeah. Yeah. supplying moon uh, to Saki to the... To the Mongols, exactly. Yeah. And so many he times he'd be like, "Oh yeah, you need to just go capture that village for me." And you're like, "God <laughs> damn it, Kenji!" But I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Not but I yeah, I just that, that one with that that sort of um like you know um older sort of female role model influence on on Jin was just I, it just sticks out in my mind where I was just like, mm. "Wow, that was fucking like that little just like little tight vignette of a mm-hmm. of a story that sort of." played out so beautifully and so nicely and like a little cliche in some ways but it just it walked that line so perfectly and um yeah and then I, you can get that think, view at the end so i think it still packed it packed enough emotional punch for me to sort of look past any sort of cliche aspects mm. to it because it, it did feel really it felt pretty it, i won't say it felt real but i definitely the, the connection i felt was earned yeah even though it, you kind yeah, of like earned. you don't really see that character until you get to act two Yep. And even then, like, if, if the only reason I, I went there was because it's like, hey, do you want your dad's armor? I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm getting a horse yeah. and making a beeline straight to that place. Yep. Cutting <laughs> past all these Mongol camps <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Oh, no, the samurai's going to stop us. Okay, kept, kept, yeah. see you, dude. No. Um, it's like, bye. I guess he's <laughs> letting us have this village. Sweet. He's stopping for nothing. No, wait. He's stopping for that fox. <laughs> yep. And now he's continuing. <laughs> and yep. he has pet the fox. He and yeah, the fox. now he's left. Yep. Okay, cool. We're, we're safe, like, guys. Don't yep. worry. Jin's just like, I'm disgraced, bye! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I do agree, Joel. That was probably, if I had to pick a favourite, that would probably be it. Just, even if only for that last mission, like, you you very, you can tell what's gonna what's gonna happen. Even yeah. as you're starting her quest, you're like, 
she's pretty old. Yeah. I'm getting a bad feeling here. And then when you start but, taking her on that tour, and then she goes missing, and you're like, where is she? Shit. And that's, that's like, I guess, the other thing where they sort of, yeah, they sort of subvert you a little bit as well. Because, like, you do see her, and you're like, oh, she's old. She's probably going to get off, and, like, the Mongols are going to come and get her. It's going to add to, like, the revenge story of things. But it doesn't. And then you get to that part where she goes missing, and you're like, well, here's, it's going to happen here. And then it doesn't, and mm. she just dies naturally. I do like that, actually. I'm glad it wasn't just because... I think you had enough yeah. to be angry about to want to yeah. kill the Mongols. Absolutely, yeah. Jim was fueled with enough when, like oh, revenge I'm already. already like, hunting your people to make my numbers go up. That cutscene, yeah. cut I forget the character's name. The guy who, Yuna's brother, is it? Yeah. Who gets just full decapitated. Yeah. I was just oh, like, yeah. whoa, all right, I'm killing you. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. Oh, even with um with Jin's friend from when he was younger, the, oh, the yeah, he yeah, to become a Ronin. That him. one as well. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the straw that hat. scene. <laughs> yeah, the straw hat. Like, like that's that scene though where because he defects and goes to join Koden Khan mm. and but Khan's just like, Alright, burn these people and he's like, What? It's like burn these people. Do you want to yeah, prove your loyalty it. to me? Yeah, I burn really these like fucking and do people. it, do it, do it. In front of your people, yeah. so that you can't yeah. get back. Yeah, there's no yeah. backseas for you. Like you're committed. And there's that scream that he lets out as he does it, mm-hmm. where he's just like, "What have I done?" But I, I'm too far in deep now. I, I'm committed to this now. It's just like, wow. Like there's some really great performances in this game as well. Yeah, I played in Japanese, but I can I can attest that the Japanese performances are very good. Yeah, uh, I just wish I get it right because this is, is is an English game. Yeah, but. That yeah. lack of lip sync was just like, uh, it's a little bit annoying. It's a yep. little bit annoying. Get that Square Enix tech. Yeah, get that Square Enix yeah. tech square. You yeah. need to start licensing that shit out. Because yeah. Seven Remakes yeah, lip sync yeah. is pretty solid. Yeah. Um. I Having said that, though, I feel, felt like the, the English dub was pretty, because I'm a, I'm a dub person. I'm it's a filthy fine. dub I'm person. Like, I, I, I flip it back and forth. It really depends, mm. honestly. Like, um, yeah. There's like, Dragon Ball Z is a big one. Like, I watched a bit of super in japanese and it's great especially japanese freezer fantastic but predominantly i prefer that in english but other anime like attack on Titan is the most recent yeah. example uh i can watch it in english but i very much prefer the japanese one um, i would actually that's the one instance where i'm just like yeah i think that the sub is much better in that in, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think, I for think, certain characters i'm just yeah. like oh, I'm, I'm, no offense but i'm looking at you aaron yeager yeah sorry yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. oh um, boy but yeah uh but yeah i think the english voice cast in this was uh was, it was exceptionally um, good uh, yes i think yeah. yeah and i say english voice cast but i mean like it is it is a like an a, um asian exactly yeah, yeah so it's still it's still true as well awesome which too. is good yeah um um, so, is there anything else in the story you want to talk about before I take us straight to the to the decision? Or we? Oh, I think that's man. You've been since you mentioning that me. straw hats thing. I can't believe I've forgotten all about him. Yeah, Ryosa yeah, is great. It just popped up. He's so it good, just... and each of those combats was so good. They were all put in really interesting places. Yes. Um, oh, so and good. like when you go from the duel mode to the, uh, you go from you know your open world combat mode to dueling stances. It's a very different mm-hmm. game, um, but all the same controls. So you don't yes. have to learn a separate yes. set of controls. Just brings the camera in, puts you in a fucking Soul Calibur um, <laughs> arena, yeah. and there you go. And it was great. And I have to say, that was... I really respected and really enjoyed that they did it with the fight against Kotal Khan as well, where yes. the first one's yes. a duel, and then the second one is just kind of like, well, you engage with this however you want. He's going to throw guys at you. It's multi-level terrain. Like, he'll occasionally remove himself from the fight because he's a fucking video game boss, yeah, and then he'll boss. come back. <laughs> yeah. um, and you just engage with and I was like, I was like, cool. Well, you know what? 
We've already established that I'm a I'm a jerk. So smoke, smoke bomb. bomb, assassinate, <laughs> climbing yep. stuff, drop attack. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? You're sending these fire shield guys at me? No, I will not play your game. <laughs> you wouldn't um, play my was, game, yeah. so I'm not playing yours. I'm sneaking and I'm taking out all your assassin, all your all your archers. I'm doing it like they've got some sort of disease that only targets <laughs> archers. Social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> That straw hat quest, though, where you had to hunt down all the different straw hats mm-hmm. before you'd face off with um, um, Ryuzo. Um, yeah, I that was one of the moments where I turned on the Kurosawa mode. Uh, it was specifically the fight on the beach. Yeah, the beach. Yeah, the beach one sticks um, in my mind as well. Because I just I got down to it and I was like, I haven't actually played around with it yet. Maybe I'll put it on for this because I know it's going to be a duel. I'll put it on for this, and yeah, it's great. Like. Because it's not even just the fact that they, it, it's like, it, you could look at it, a screen of it and go, oh, it's just a black and white filter. But it's, it's more than that. They put like film grain, like even more film grain on it. The sound effects are mixed differently as well. So yeah. like rain is a lot more prominent. Like it sounds different to like the, the sort of like, you know, 3D binaural audio, I guess. I don't think it's binaural audio, but no, like the, the, the surround... The, like the the 3D surround sound sort of setting you get from yeah. most modern games, it turns it into just like straight up, I think stereo or even mono, and it just it changes everything about the game, especially if you're playing with headphones. It was like, oh wow, this is insane. Mm, um, absolutely. But yeah, that was one of the moments where I put that on for for that fight. It was very cool. Those fights were a highlight for me. Those one on one duels, those and the mm. mythical quest fights just were absolute highlights. Yeah, and the mythical quests were cool too because you got cool shit for it as you well did, like you yeah. got they were worth doing because not heavenly, only because they were fun but heavenly strike heavenly strike yes <laughs> yep so you got like abilities yeah. <laughs> and yeah it was, yeah cool stuff anyway um, but that's, yeah, I think I, I'm good let's talk about the decision the decision at the end first of all I'm going to assume we all killed him yeah cool. yeah good it took me a long time to decide though I was oh, thinking for a while oh yeah, yeah. And I, but I have a feeling we all arrived at the same conclusion, though. Yeah. Right? Which is that it, it would have made him so angry, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It would have made yep. him so And I was mad. just like, the least I can do after all of this yeah. is give you that honorable death. Like, exactly. it would have felt like, so I, wrong to let you live. It's like Jin, yeah, for, for our cat, all our cannons, I guess. It's like yes. Jin had sort of gone, I've, I've, Defied you enough, and I'm not going to stop doing that because there are better ways of doing things, and I've sort of proven that. And yes. you sort of know that, but I'm going to honor you this final time. Yeah, because you're like, like he under you understand that this is how. Yeah. It has to be for him. Like, there's no yep. other way. Yep. Um, and it's just, yeah, I that was tough. Like, I I don't know why, but it took me so long to to pick that choice as well. Because, and I'm talking like potentially like end of life is strange levels of length where i took okay oh my like put the controller down was like okay cool let's just think about this logic logistically whatever whatever Um, it says about me i definitely think i made my life is strange choice quicker than this (laughs) look but i'm not saying that i made the i'm not saying that in hindsight i made the wrong choice i stand by my choice (laughs) that's a that's a whole other topic of conversation but yes framing of this fight where you go there, you have a conversation together. Mm. You both understand what's going on. Like this is where it's at. It's that, is it's there that, anywhere you do that, that final that, haiku? Don't you, you sit, you go apart, yes. and you write your oh. death poems. The the haikus in general, like another yeah. part of the game, were yeah. fucking Again, beautiful. So <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but yeah, like this, that, oh my God. Because it's Eddie's father's, it's, it's Jim's yep. father's yeah, race. Right, yeah. And, like, and talk about graveyard. like stunning vistas to like have that last like yep. fight as well. Oh, this game, it's this game is gorgeous and it's a, it's mm-hmm. a PS4 game, but so many times I was just like, I'm just going to hit photo mode to like, so I can look at this yep. and just like it's, drink it in. It's definitely going to be one of those games that I will have a look at on, I don't think there's going to be too much that's going to boost it, but at probably running, I think it's running in 60 frames on, on PS5. Um, probably, it's yeah. definitely one that I will boot up on my PS5 and have a look at. It's, it's like up there with like Spider-Man and Last of Us Part 2 and, um, and things that I'll just be like, all right, I want to look at this on a, on a, mm. a God of War on, on next-gen hardware. And I, I'm wondering if they'll do like a like a next-gen enhancement pack for oh, it, maybe. I, I would be very surprised if at this point at least all of Sony's flagship games like yeah. Last of Us, like mm-hmm. God of War and Ghost of Tsushima will get, they'll get something. Spider-Man well, Remastered, last... I think, is a good example of what, Indicator. maybe not to expect, but what you can hope for. Last of Us Part Two apparently they've added um, this haptic feedback. I did see in that it now as well for for PS Five. Yeah, that's interesting. Pretty cool. Oh, that's um, that sounds terrible, and I hate it. I know. Like, yeah, Miles Morales yeah. has haptic feedback, but it's for like the tension of your web is just swinging. Yeah, so you're just yes. like swinging around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you're I, not, know, like, I know. Choking you... the life out of teenage girls. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a cool feature. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, yeah. I, I, I really do hope they do, uh, like, to be able to showcase that and bring it forward. Because, like, I mean, it's done very well. It's reviewed well. I think critically it did well. I think financially it did pretty well. This game's getting a sequel for sure in some oh, yeah. way, shape, or form. And Whether can... it's, like, a, a, a continuation of Jin's story or if it's, like, so another period in time is, within, is like, it, the feudal era. Like it's a second Mongol attack, isn't there? Well, they, do they take the fight to? Uh, I, I think remember. they're talking about maybe the mainland. I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm uh, all up on my like Tsushima straight history, but it's <laughs> mostly like the Imperial Japanese Navy versus the Baltic Sea Fleet, <laughs> and that's very different. Right. Like just a just a tad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe that's the next coast of Tsushima. Look, I will say I it say, does maybe... maintain the theme of you are too old and set in your ways and expectations of victory due to traditional superiority and you've met a new upstart force um, who has studied your ways and learned how to defeat them. But the tables are turned. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima 2 where, yeah, he's like... Hey, Jin's look, they might add... Great they might grandson add... is a, like an ensign. Um, they, might, they might go full Assassin's Creed and add naval combat to it now, so... Yeah, all right. Anyway, I'm very excited to see what the sequel becomes. But the reason why I'm thinking there will be an enhanced version is because this came out this year. So I could only assume the sequel is years away. Um, yeah, so for that's, sure. that's going to be yeah. a ways off. So in the, in the meantime, I would, I would, I don't want to assume or expect anything out of the Sucker Punch team, but I think it would make sense, especially from Sony's point of view, to just sort of jazz it up a bit. But of course, yeah. they haven't announced it for Bloodborne yet, so I don't know. Yeah, fucking Sony doing Bloodborne dirty. Doing it dirty. I'm happy about that. Doing oh, it dirty. Um, I think we should loop back quickly because we've talked about both the story and the survival. Yes. Um, the yes. The whole framing of the survival that Joey oh, brought yes. this to my attention is so cool. Yes. Where it's apparently it's it's the Legends mode because it's the stories that people have told about how this is happening because 
Of course it takes more than one guy. But why couldn't we do it? Because cause the Mongols have demons and shit and they're doing these supernatural yes. stuff. That's why I couldn't stand up to them. <laughs> I would I yeah. have gone... But then it, it took it took four samurai <laughs> and they had magic. <laughs> that's it. Like, they could teleport. Yeah, they could teleport. And, and they got better swords every time. <laughs> and that's what I was saying before about like it having that, that taste of that in the single player mode because you do those... those Mythical tales are t- like told by storytellers mm. or one particular storyteller that travels around. Yeah, and yep. you find them and um, and they tell you this tale and then massive, you get a little um, cool cutscene and you go from massive there. Cars vibes from Breath of the Wild. Oh cars. yes, like, yes, like, best yes. character in that game. Hundred percent. Like listening for him playing his like hum- he's um, oh no, what's the instrument he has? I'm embarrassed Shit. myself. Like pan pipes or something? No, no, I can't remember now. I just remember him being, he's bluebird and I love him. But yeah, you hear him playing his instrument. You're like, I need to find this man. Where is he? Um, oh, it's an accordion. Accordion. Yeah. There you go. That's what it was. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, quick Google. No, like I said, I could picture every part of him, but the instrument he plays. Yeah. But, uh, the squeeze box. Yeah. Love, a, love a good storyteller. And yeah, the guy that you have in it with telling the mythical tales is good. Pretty sure his name's Yamato. Yamato? I think so. I um, Hang on. Joel's our fact checker. Yeah. Yeah, I've got. Does it say here on the... No, it doesn't. I'm just going to declare Brennan's correct. Yes. Nailed so, it. Yeah, don't fact check us. Sorry, Sucker um, Punch. I, I decided that Brennan was right. Uh, yeah, but like, even in the, the, the survival mode, you do get him pop in every now and then when you do do something cool. Like, he'll give you like a... He'll narrate it. Very like yeah. Bastion kind of Hades, like Supergiant Games vibes. Of like, you know, it's like, oh, the ghosts struck down with great vengeance. And it's like, oh, yeah, we did. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it almost feels like it's like but, perfectly timed for when you do something really cool as well. Like oh, I'll yeah, frequently yeah. get it if I'm like assassinating a guy and he's, just, yeah, he would just like talk about plunging a, the, the knife into his neck. I'm like, I sure yep. did do that. And he is, well, he's not dead because he's, he's like pretty strong, but it was a pretty good critical strike. And, yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah no because like I there was like people sort of kicking that theory around and apparently Nate Fox kind of came out and was like yeah that's the vibe we're going for here that that mm. it is it is essentially like a like a as told by version of the main campaign so, so that's why it works so hand in hand and so well together um, it is just a fantastic package all around I don't think there's ever been like th- the last time I was this surprised by a multiplayer addition to a game that didn't need multiplayer was probably the last of us yeah like that's the fair. factions mm. mode and stuff faction mode um last of us part two when that gets faction mode look out <laughs> yeah like that it's, was it's... that was where i was like this game doesn't need a multiplayer mode and then they added it and then i was like this game doesn't need a sequel and it's one of my favorite games of the year it's funny but so because they're great for different reasons right because you get you get the ghost co-op and you're like this is surprisingly fun yeah and then you get i, I feel like such a badass yeah, yeah. and when you mm-hmm. get last of us factions multiplayer you're like i'm so scared yep i just yeah. watched oh, my wait, friend was... get executed yeah just and like my right, friend my friend who has a net i've just got a brick i've just got a brick, <laughs> got do, a brick. I get, do i brick him now or it's do like... i wait for his friend and brick his friend oh, oh god we're human being <laughs> and also too, my mind get... it doesn't stop when the match is over because you go back to like your camp and you see that like all your, your facebook friends all your facebook friends are added and it's like well karen just died he just he starved to death because he didn't have enough food. So you didn't Karen's win dead. enough because you didn't brick that guy. You should have bricked if him. If you had bricked that guy, you would have won. You would have had enough food. You would have saved Karen. I'm so scared for, for like when we get factions for Last of Us Part Two because yeah, 
that multiplayer mode is a harrowing experience. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But again, like it's it was a game that didn't need yeah. it. They added it, and it was a very worthy addition to that game. It also built on the world of yeah, of sure. the Last of Us yeah. as well. And Ghost does a very similar thing where yeah. it sort of yeah, it works hand in hand perfectly with that main single player campaign. Um, yeah. I love this game. It's a great <laughs> package. Really like, yeah, again, I, we said it earlier, but if you, if you have a PS4 and for some reason you were like, I mean, it was a month after Last of Us Part 2, maybe you were burnt out, you were like, I want to break on games. Get this game. Just yes. get it. It's <laughs> yes. real good. It's really good. It is It is a phenomenal game. And I, yeah, like I said, Sucker Punch is best game, in my opinion, hands down. Uh, but I think that might just about do us. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sorted. Well, that was a fun episode, guys. Thanks for thanks for jumping in, Brennan, to talk Ghost of Tsushima with us. No worries. Thanks for inviting me in for Swordy Swords. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was um, awesome. S words. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, Alan Joel's on list of samurai movies that I still regrettably haven't watched, but I know are uh, recommended. Seven Samurai and Rashomon is uh, ah. yeah, Rashomon very important not just for samurai movies but also for just filmmaking in general. Yep. Um, That's yeah. it. I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go track some down. I have no some. samurai media to recommend besides completely unrelated just because it's cool samurai shampoo yeah <laughs> it's super cool well i actually have uh i have a certificate here saying that i completed a samurai kenbu training joel you're my process. favorite samurai. And i have and i have i have photo photo like like photographic proof it's actually like i think like five days ago it's been like three years exactly since i did that um since you became a samurai yeah you're probably up for recertification <laughs> Oh damn! I guess I'm gonna go back to Japan again yeah. and do it again. But you can't, though. I can't. I know. It's just a for rules, mo- man. From I couldn't before COVID, so now I just have like a concrete excuse. So yeah, so that's that's a bit of a relief, right? I guess. Yeah. It's like if I can't go, then no one. No can. one can. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. Anyway. All right then. Well, I guess that means Joel. It's time for you to take us out. Oh yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, well, awesome. My fault. My turn. <laughs> Good start. Good stuff. Uh, th- that's just setting the bar for how good I am at this. Um, well, if you made it this far through the episode, thank you very much for listening. Um, you obviously, I guess, enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima as much as we did as well. Um, if you did as well, or if you didn't, hit us up on any of our socials. You can find us across the board on uh, on Dialogue Options. Just hit that up. You'll find us. You'll see our uh, cool little logo and our amazing artwork and, and bits and pieces that have been done by Sean, our amazing what friend Sean Kirkpatrick. Yeah, awesome dude. Love him. Go follow him as well. He's great. Um, yeah. So if you want to give us a like or a review on whatever podcast service you listen to, we greatly appreciate that. Um, or if you just want to tell us, hit us up, send us an email at our contact at Dialogue Options uh, or on any of those various social medias as well. But if you want to find us on our individual social media accounts, you can find me at Jolie Mac, where uh, I... The last thing I really tweeted about was uh, a, 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 another common love of all three of us um, is those Goo Goo Boys from Auntie Donna, the Australian comedy group. Um, they got a Netflix show and it's out right now. It um, is. Go watch it. Do it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched an episode before we started recording. Um, it was actually really weird because it did feature a character from another TV show that I'm halfway through at the moment. And I was like... That's fucking Homelander. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So Anthony Starr is in it. I was like looking at it because he didn't have blonde hair. He's got dark hair. And I was like, that's fu-. And he spoke, but he was speaking in like his Kiwi accent. Yeah. And I was like, 
You, but you're you're Homelander. You you suck. Shades of outrageous fortune picking fruit. Um, yeah, which is also you know me saying that the other thing I, I've watched this week as well, which is I, I marathoned season one of The Boys. So um, also very good, hard to watch, very um, hard to sometimes. watch, very hard to marathon sometimes. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I tweeted out uh, the trailer for the Netflix TV series from Auntie Donna. Uh, it's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. And um, yeah, I'll just leave you by saying, did you know that uh, my bum is a drum? So if you want to know what that means, go watch that show. Uh, where can they find you, Karen? You can find me on Twitter where I am at X, And I honestly also retweeted that same video and <laughs> with, with the tags being like, I'm just happy to have once again learned that everything is a drum. Um but apart from that, I've retweeted a few things. A lot of them was past week in the uh, the tumultuous events that were the US election. Mm. Some some good stuff came out of that. But today I was reminded of that amazing joke from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Where the, the, the family's talking about how well off they are. And it's just one of the best gags. And it cuts to Will Smith on the couch. And his character just looks up in the studio. Like, you can see all the studio lighting from where we're recording. He's like, if we got so much money... How come we can't afford no roof? <laughs> like, that is a good joke. That is a good joke. I recommend it. If you haven't Wholesome. watched Fresh Prince, you can just go watch the video on my, my Twitter account. It's very funny. Wholesome. Uh, but uh, is that all from you, Kyle? That's it. That's all I got. Awesome. Where can they find you, Brendan? Uh, you can find me also on Twitter at Brendigo with a zero on the end. Again. Still. Someone's got the, got the O. I haven't gotten uh, them yet. That's fine. Brendigo zero. No, Brendig. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> if you go to Brendigo Zero, that is a different person. I'm not responsible for their views. <laughs> um, again, I mostly uh, electoral and lockdown goodness, and the fact that we've actually had some good news for a few days it, in a row is just I bathed exceptional. In it. Been bathing in so much good news. It's been nice. Yeah. But if you roll back to mid October, you can involve you can enjoy a sweet gift from uh, Ghost of Shusima, cut out of uh, a survival game with Kyron kicks a guy at me and I cleave him out of midair completely accidentally but it looks cool as fuck looks cool yep Once I'm pretty again, sure a strong endorsement for this game yep I- I'm pretty cool sure like directly after I'm yep. pretty sure directly after that is when I got cleaned up by a bear and tossed across the oh map. you oh, know what so. I think it exactly was yes it was <laughs> yep, the same that's... match suddenly what a bears. gift what a gift yep yep, yep. awesome uh, Well, (laughs) in that case, uh, yeah, thanks once again for listening, um, and we'll see you next time. Options podcast.